Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Another edition of Wrestling Sheet Radio. I'm your host, ProWrestlingSheet.com, Editor-in-Chief, Ryan Satin. Here with my co-host, Jamie Iovine. Hey, everybody. As well as my other co-host, Kevin Silva. Hey, how's it going? Don't touch my hand. Nah, we're friends. I want some of that fame on me. <laughs> Dude, this week was crazy. Yeah, so I'm so glad I can finally talk about that this WWE backstage stuff. I... Dude, my my life has been so stressful the past like few months. No, <laughs> that too. <laughs> but the past few months, man, like I, this whole thing has been a, a while. It's a long process. It's been a long process. Yeah, but, uh, all I'm, these those always take forever. And I kept being like, because it got reported last week first, and I was like, can I say something now? Like it's already it's already known, <laughs> you know. And they were. But then like, we had some fun, like being little silly boys about it. I guess, yeah. But I mean, like, like my hands, my finally <laughs> decided to go to subway. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, so yeah, I don't know why they, I had to wait to the last second to announce it, but uh, 
But yeah, no, I'm so happy that I got to join the WWE backstage team. Awesome. Like, I'm so excited for the opportunity that Fox Sports is giving me. I, you know, it's this whole time, you know, ever since day one, like you guys know, you know, I... One of my main goals has always been to try and make things friendlier, like the relationship friendlier between wrestling media, at least one, with one site and with WWE right. and the bigger major promotions and stuff. So, um, I mean, it's a big step. It's a huge step. It is. And, and you know. <laughs> it's also just, crazy to see, like, the word sheet put on a giant, like, graphic on a WWE, like, thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I got, like, a, one of those memory things today on Facebook, and it was when. Um, AJ Styles got locked out of his car. Oh, that yeah. video I, I oh, had yeah. on the site way back when, and they used it in some kind of WWE video, and it had like credit pro wrestling sheet in the corner, and it was like a memory of me being oh, like, yeah. "Oh, I'm oh, so excited like, to have like cow. a yeah. tiny credit in the corner." So yeah, it was a huge thing to have that, and you know, uh, I realized that WWE is obviously involved with the show. Renee Young's on there, Paige is on there, um, but it's it's you know it it's is Fox being produced Sports. by Fox Sports. Yeah. It's a separate entity, and you know I. You know, I just want reliable news for people. And so if I could be even you more... You need a reliable goddamn barber, Ryan. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say... Well, I was going to give you the opportunity to get your, get you know, notice of, about your Lego hair on TV. Dude, I, I went in there and my hair was By wasn't, the way, thank you. That was one of my more viral tweets. That was good. That was a good... That was, that was a solid uh, uh, observation. observation there. Exactly. You know, I... I went there with my hair looking the way it normally does, and I was I was fine with it. Honestly, I didn't think it looked that bad or anything. And they have like hair and makeup and all that kind of stuff. And I just you know they they are hair people. It's, they, it's their job. So I was just like, yeah, hey, like, they, sure. They were working with what they had. <laughs> yeah, honestly, honestly, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, I didn't. Give, I also didn't give them a lot of uh, direction. It was like, yeah. And so they tried to give me like more. I think of like a classic yeah. newscaster vibe, and I think people were thrown off since that's not necessarily the look. I it was, was definitely I, I like go for. it was definitely Gulak from like like. When he was doing his, like, PowerPoint. holding up the yeah, PowerPoint and all that. Like, I got a lot of that. Yeah, I got yeah. a lot of that. And I got a lot of Damien Sandow. And, and <laughs> I mean, that's never ending. No, that always happens. Yeah. Um, I do, like, the Booker burn. Booker got you, man. <laughs> like, right away, just like, uh, oh, I got, uh, I, got some, I got a beard. I got, I got, I got a show Ryan some beard oil. But that's another, but that's another, another story <laughs> for another and time. Then, and then at the after party thing, like, for the premiere, there was, like, a little get-together. And he <laughs> comes up to me, and he's like, all right, here's the name of the product. And he just, he's like, it wasn't like no, a joke. No, he He was like, here's the name of the product. Shit up, brother. Uh, he's, like, <laughs> I, he's like, man, I started using it. It changed everything for me with my beard. It made my beard look so much better. Like, here, here's the name of it. I wrote it down. I'm and then he scissor kicked you. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you could text me that name of the product, too, that would be much appreciated. No, dude, honestly, uh, you know. I've done I've done a few screen tests now, as you two know. But like I've done a few screen tests, and there's been some like there's been some really famous people like to us, you know, yeah, to res- wrestling, you know, wrestling stars that are at these things. Um, but you know, at, at this after party thing, and 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 on Tuesday, I finally got to talk with Christian. This is the first time I got to meet Christian, and um, and, and you know, talk to Booker T more. And they're like the nicest guys. Like just getting to is hear Christian part of the show. Um, I think he's he's been really part like of the panel. Or? Yeah, I mean he's been part of the first three shows. Okay, cool. I don't know how often the, that panel will rotate. I think they are going to have mm-hmm. other people that come in and out, but I, I'm not positive. First three shows. What? Well, because there was two preview episodes yeah. too, and then this was like the, the premiere of like it Kevin. I'm sorry. Play. What the fuck did you do to your finger, dude? It's bo- oh, sorry, <laughs> it's yeah. bo- what did you? Do? I was like nervous and traffic. And I was oh, biting, fingernail like, stuff like, gets me. So. <laughs> um, I, 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 I'll hide it from you. I, I don't know how often the panel will get switched. 
bounced in and out. I, I, I'm guessing some people will come in and out. I don't know that. I was waiting to see some other Joe. I was waiting to see Joe. <laughs> you know, I, it's funny, too, because, like, while I was going through these screen tests, it was funny to read reports of, like, Jerry Lawler, like, his being eyed for the show and Kathy Kelly. And I'm, like, sitting there in these screen tests and I'm, like, oh God, I, never saw I one haven't seen any of these people. Like, I don't know where this is coming from. And, and so uh, it was it was certainly interesting. But like I was saying, like, Booker T, the... the I'm glad that he actually was trying. They were all, literally everyone there, Renee, Paige, all of them, the producers, so helpful. Like, they realized that, you know, this is my first time doing something in this capacity. Like, I was on TMZ for, whatever, like, six years or whatever, but it was very different kind of uh, um, uh, position that, I, that I'm that i in here. And so um, everyone was so, so helpful. Like, honestly, just sitting there watching Renee in the rehearsals and on Tuesday, it, it's it's so impressive to see how good she is at her She's, job. She seems so smooth. Like, it's, it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. Like, especially seeing, like, you know, how things change and all that kind of stuff. Like, just seeing her do her thing is impressive. What's going on over here, Jamie? I just, the, the last part, the last five minutes just makes me laugh because it's so funny. When to they're me. roasting people for Twitter? Because they're literally <laughs> doing this. <laughs> I, I like it. It's, no, don't get me wrong. I enjoy it. Like, yeah. the fact, if they are, like, actual real tweets, then that's awesome. No, they are real tweets. Okay, cool. But I'm just saying, like, it's a lot of this. <laughs> yeah, well... Yeah, I got, but I'm good at my job. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I, I support everybody on the show, but it was really – I was like – Well, it's played off the first one when Renee was kind of – did like a little like, bit of freestyle when, in that first one. Like, you know when like in – like, you know when, when you had assemblies in high school – and like they had those hit people that came and rapped about yeah, like like how you shouldn't like have sex and of stuff. Of course, it got it kind of reminded me of that. <laughs> I'm sorry, we had an assembly at our high school where Mr. Belding showed up. So that was pretty <laughs> yeah, cool. that was cool. That was cool. He he did the whole hey hey yeah, hey. Yeah, he walked out. And we were just like what. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, Dennis is a good guy. Dennis Askins. Good guy, good, good guy. guy. I'm not shitting on the segment. I oh, I know. It. I just no, think yes. it's... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, totally. And especially because the camera is doing this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, and, and just just for clarity, like, I reached out to Fox when I, I you know, I had first heard that maybe the show was going to be going on like this. You know, I... You know, since I first started wrestling, she, I was, you know, since I grew up in television with my dad having his own production company, I always thought that a studio show for wrestling was something that was like an untapped market. So when I heard that, like, there was maybe going to be a show like this, like, I reached out because, you know, I, you know, I had already had a relationship with Fox Sports um, from Jacob, who, uh, you know, is a senior vice president there. Um, well, let's take this opportunity to give you a little quick, a quick interview with a question. Okay. I have. okay. Why do you think this is going to work where ESPN did not? Well, ESPN didn't have an actual relationship with WWE. It was kind of like an informal thing. And also, ESPN never actually had a show that they did that was a WWE show. Yes, yeah. You know, even their their vertical. Mm-hmm. You know, they never hired mm-hmm. someone specifically for WWE content. You know, yeah. they they only had people that were. Also, wrestling fans. Even now, that's still how it is. The people that are that work for ESPN that do the wrestling content, they mainly cover another sport there, and they also have a passion in wrestling, so they they'll do something there as well. So, I think that the fact that you know, obviously, Fox has a um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they've got a dog in this fight. You know, they've, they've, yeah. they've, they've, they they clearly you know they they have a big investment in mm-hmm. WWE. Um, so, I think that this show, I think this show will fill the gap more of where Talking Smack, uh, the, the the gap that has been left by Talking Smack, that that hole in our hearts for Talking Smack. I think that's the real. Um, target audience right there, the people who miss that kind of thing where there's like, you get to see wrestlers that are like 
out of, you know, a little bit out of character, you know, just blending the, the lines a little bit, um, seeing fun segments, hearing people's actual opinions about things. I think that's really where uh, the show is going to have its have its strength uh, right there. I found it fun when Renee was even just like saying like, "Hey, I, I w- thought I was done with commentary forever, and I got back back in." And I was yeah. like, "I was like, oh, that's kind of like a like a thing that I wouldn't imagine her saying, you know, like, totally or like out loud." <laughs> she got booted <laughs> in the face. <laughs> Honestly, when I saw that happen, I was like, "Oh God, I hope she doesn't have a black eye for." the first episode next week. Wouldn't that be something? kind of sick. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, uh, I also, you know, the, for the first episode, I can't, uh, I can't not mention the fact that I did get scooped before my first episode. <laughs> I I was uh, I did get scooped. I know that PW Insider broke the story. I. I, you know, there's only so much I can do. I'm working it, you know, I'm doing yeah. my best, but, you know, there were scripts and all these things in place and stuff like I that. Mean, so do you have a time? Do you have a, you have a time that you're going on? It's not real time for the, and the I, scoop on the show, you know? I, you know, I, I, I had it hours before. I, I, I probably shouldn't have tweeted uh, a tease about it. I probably <laughs> made people start trying to figure out what I was working on. Um, but it's, you know, for my, and the Alexa Bliss thing was new information that, that wasn't known by people. So I, I'm working on it. I hope to have a scoop that doesn't get scooped next week. <laughs> uh, and, and, and I, you know, I, I, my hope is to try and break exclusives on the show when I'm on there, uh, stuff that, you know, hasn't been reported on yet. There will be times I'm reporting things that are already known that just are interesting topics of the week uh and, and but but i, I am gonna try and do more exclusives on there so hopefully i don't get scooped again next week next week on the satin sheet <laughs> i didn't come up with that either i if you're it a, was good though if you're a sweaty guy you probably won't like the satin sheets <laughs> and uh yeah and you i got bluetooth you probably love the satin sheet <laughs> and for and, and lastly uh i am you know, I had a lot of people from WWE that were uh, not just friends and people from WWE who are more suit people. All the suit people that I know did all give me crap for my tie as well. They said I, had, <laughs> I tied it terribly, like as if I was going to a bar mitzvah or something like that. Which I get. That is the only tying you of a tie are, I really know. You are the first episode of The Simpsons. Your <laughs> animation is all weird. The voices are different. <laughs> oh. Eventually, you'll get the episode to season ten, brother. All right. Hopefully, I, li- I like that. So yeah. Uh, so so uh, Steve. Like, occasionally, Steve's, the mouths will go over here. <laughs> Steve's helping me on the suit front since he's a suit guy. He's already uh, he's already offered. To, he's hooking me up with some people that that know more about suits than I. Uh, which is anybody? Which is anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Kevin's sister's a hairstylist, so uh, yeah, a good, pretty notable one at that. Old, at this yeah, point, she did the Keanu Reeves' girlfriend on the yeah, first, who's, uh, who's on the who's on the hot button, uh, hot topic. Uh, <laughs> she is a hot topic of the moment. We had no idea until the picture came out. We're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so she's gonna do my hair this weekend. I set up that appointment today, cool, so cool. she's she's coming over and she's gonna do her. So hopefully. We'll see, like, maybe I'll get to season two. I'm going to stand by what I said originally, is that this is Erica's fault, because this, like, that is the last, like, check. The girlfriend? Yeah. Well, she's working her new job this week. She just got a new job. You couldn't send her a photo? I didn't think, honestly, my hair was fine when I left the house, and I just let the lady mess with it. It was nah, fine before. This is Erica's fault. Because you're going to be like, um, Fox, could I wear a hat? Can I wear a hat? Oh, can't, oh okay, got it. Okay. Can't wear a hat? Uh, what if it's like a fancy hat? And, and then before we get into all this... <laughs> I can't wear a top hat and a monocle. What, what is a bowler? Can I wear a bowler? I need you to wear a top hat and a monocle next episode. <laughs> Start wearing You guys weird. wanted me to dress fancy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just going for my Abraham Lincoln tails. look. If you look like a like straight Monopoly man... <laughs> 
<laughs> Why is that so you funny? You have a cane, you swing it, you're like, ready for the news. <laughs> um, and before we, and I, I want to get into other stuff wrestling related Absolutely. now. I mean, this is wrestling related, but um, I also want to thank all you guys. Obviously, real fast. Literally, if you guys hadn't watched these shows the past, you know, if you hadn't watched the show the past year, if you haven't been listening the past couple years, I, I would not have gotten there if you guys hadn't done that. I, I wouldn't have been getting this opportunity if you guys hadn't been reading the website, if you guys hadn't been spreading the word of Pro Wrestling Sheet. Uh, so really, like, from the bottom of my heart, I just want to thank you all for, for helping me get to this point. Uh, I will not disappoint all of you, hopefully I don't get fired soon. Uh, and, uh, fired tomorrow. And I want, before we get into Rocks, I want to cover Raw. I want to cover SmackDown. I want to cover all these things. Uh, I want to cover NXT. Uh, do you, what time did you be out of here at exactly six? Yeah? I'm yeah, just wondering for time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, real fast, I also want to talk about uh, Jamie's first wrestling match. Ooh. Okay. Should we talk about that a little bit? If we, if you want. I yeah. mean, I, I think the, the, the listeners and the viewers want to hear you We were there. Yeah, we, the, the sheet, except for uh, Eli, who's, I don't know what he was doing, like braiding his pubes or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was moving. <laughs> he was moving. <laughs> they're similar. Yeah. I, I mean, think they're similar. I mean, uh, but yeah, Jamie versus, the move. versus Adrian Quest at Championship yep. Wrestling from Hollywood this Again, you were unsuccessful in your no, first No, I didn't come attempt. out on top in that one. You know, that, but pip, that pip squeak, he's pretty okay. He's, he, he caught me unawares a few times, yes. you know? Um, My he, favorite was, like, just as knowing Jamie and, like, being a friend of his. I know that he's just, like, he's a lifelong wrestling fan, but deep down inside he is a Hulkamaniac. Oh, my God. So I, the Hulk I, I love that when he got there, he couldn't help himself. Like, when he was, he was like, well, this the is my flexes. chance. I got to do the whole, I got to yeah, do the Hulkamania Hulkup thing. Of course. And did the whole, like, flex and the arms <laughs> up. I loved it. <laughs> Yeah, and um, you know, unfortunately, um, I got a little overconfident. Um, as you can say, you were there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched some tape back. Um, you hit your finisher too early. I hit it too early, and I didn't cover. That is yeah. the that is a hundred problem. You kept on. You're like Royce. What did I do? He's like fucking cover him. I, I you know what? I think it was just the uh, uh, the lights, the uh, the fact that I was competing for the first time as opposed to managing. I got you know I got caught unawares. I made a lot of rookie mistakes, hey. and um, you know I can only hope and just better from from the tape. And I feel forward. like we need now over the next like few weeks, Jamie should like start training for the next one, and we get the like kind of like those old Montages. school Vince, the one where Vince was like chasing the chickens and stuff. Get the chicken, get the chicken, get the chicken. We need one of those with Jamie and Royce, of Royce training yeah. Jamie, no, and like, I need a pole on my head and a corn dog on a string. <laughs> 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 I like that. I like that. Okay, well, before we get into all the top stories of the week, or before we get all the, the, the shows and stuff, I think we should, real quickly, we should talk about the top story of the week, because I think it really factors into really everything that kind of followed, and that is all this stuff that happened in Saudi Arabia uh, with the plane, uh, with mm-hmm. the with the plane that got delayed. Now, um, this all... Right about that. Something happened, right? <laughs> yeah. A little, a little thing happened. So, basically... Uh, I'm sure anyone listening already knows, but you know, after you know, after Crown Jewel, all the wrestlers were rushing back to the airport so that they could get home in time for SmackDown, which was the following day. Um, which they, is crazy. Yeah, which in a- itself <laughs> was insane that they thought they could do that. Uh, the flight was supposed to leave around 3 a.m. local time. Uh, they had more than 175 superstars, uh, production crew, and employees that were all aboard this like really fancy 747 charter jet, and you know they're all they're all ready to go. And and you know first it takes them 
hours to get on the plane for some reason. There's like uh, from information I put together from what um, AJ Styles said on Mixer and what Corey Graves said on his, on his podcast after the bell. Basically, um, a fuel truck was blocking the plane initially, and they were like, "What the hell?" And they were like, "Well, can you guys?" Move move the, <laughs> move the fuel truck. And apparently it was so late, there was nobody at the airport that could operate the fuel truck. So first they had to like find someone to like come from home. Here's the thing. 175 uh, wrestlers on a plane, they could all ju- come get out you and You want them to pull a Mentos in? commercial? Absolutely. Just push it. <laughs> They're not going to lift it like it's a, like a little like car, but like they could push it out of the Honestly, way. Honestly, they could lift it like a little bit. Wait, how big is a fuel truck? And I mean, Braun Strowman big. has flipped at least a few cars. But at I'm this saying point. like they could have moved it. We've seen all those Power Man things. Or the, those, Braun, uh, get out of the car. Yeah, Braun even did a thing where he pulls the truck. Fuel truck's pretty big. Now that I'm looking at it, I'm not saying they're gonna pick it up like <laughs> it's a little sport, like a little smart car or anything. But I'm like, like that's pretty big. Braun can. Braun's pushed that before. That's pretty big. They could yank that. They can, they can yank that. They can push it out of the way. I, I uh, that's pretty big. Okay, but so then finally that gets moved, and then apparently there was Could've like moved earlier. They were pushing. <laughs> they just eaten some Mentos in the airport. That's what I'm saying. Uh, then apparently there was like a paperwork issues, which I imagine was something to do with like their daily visas. Because I think while you're there, you have to get like a daily visa. You have to keep paying for your visa or something like that. So I'm imagining there was some sort of visa <laughs> issue. And then after all that gets settled, they finally get on the plane. And when they get on the plane, <laughs> they find out <laughs> that. Uh, they're they're all told that one of the parts is broken. It has no phalanges. So then they're on the plane now for hours just waiting for the part to get fixed, basically. Um, Corey Graves on his podcast, he says that he was near the cockpit and actually heard them talking about the mechanical issues, like that they were stopping and starting the plane. They were, like, doing all these different things to try and, like, get the plane to work. It wasn't working. So then after hours of this... They finally uh, the 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 crew maxes out on hours, and they're like, we can, you know like legally like they can't yeah. go past a certain amount of hours or whatever. So they're like, well, the red tape, we can't go now anymore. Well, also, so well, then, I guess it's a chartered plane, but it, but on com- most commercial flights, you're not allowed to be on the plane like if it's not moving for that like for more than a few hours. That makes sense. <laughs> and so then they, yeah, so they maxed out. They couldn't. They had, like, the crew had to leave. So then they basically deplaned everyone again after, the shift after like five hours. Yeah. And at that point, it was now like I think they they had gotten there at like one in the morning. It was now like seven or eight in the morning or something like that. And so finally, they were like, "We're just sending everyone home." And they sent everyone back to the hotel to just wait it out until the until the next flight could leave. Um, and so then they finally were able to come back. And now when all this was going on, people like Vince Vince left right away. Um, Brock left right away. Hogan and Flair. Hogan and Flair left right away. Tyson Fury left right away. Um, but there was still like this handful of talent who were SmackDown talent that were trying to get there in time to avoid this big charter jet issue. And so they chartered their own jet and tried to get home in time for SmackDown. But that also didn't make it home in time. What a mess, right? What, what was the time? What, do you know what the time that they were they were scheduled to arrive originally? The original itinerary, like what time they were supposed to actually land? If the first one had happened, yeah. If it was three, I'm, I'm bad at math. Maybe you're better than me, but mm-hmm. it was three a.m. and I believe it was like a. If you're not flying commercial, I think it was like a 14 or a 16 hour flight or something like that. <sighs> if you fly so commercial, it's like a 20 hour flight. Man, that's Man. literally the. There's literally nothing worse than when you're on a plane and then you have to get off. That's like, the worst. It's the worst feeling in the world, especially if it's in the morning and you haven't slept yet. These guys probably haven't slept yet uh, because they probably went straight from the arena to the airport. Yeah. And, ugh. 
Yeah, I I feel bad because you know also there's all there was all these like there was all this like the internet was in a was in a panic over this whole whole thing too. You know, like you were seeing all these like. All these theories of like Vince and the Prince and all this. You know, as much as they're trying to, you know, like the tourism stuff and all that, like they're trying to up it and make it seem a little more commercialized. You know, a guy was murdered there. Yeah, reputation is a reputation. Like it's like let's just let's call spade a spade. He wasn't just murdered; he was cut into tiny pieces. You know, like you know, it's a it's it's. And I understand that that's why tensions were probably high on the plane and stuff. But also at the same time, you never know. From everyone I have spoken with and everyone I've talked to, there was no one that was like actually felt like they were. There was no one that was like an imminent. There wasn't. There was. They were. Being, the internet thought they were being held hostage. Right. The internet acted like they were being held with well, like guns in the plane. Someone posted the first thing that we came out was someone saying, "No one's talking about this, so they're being held there." Yes, and it's like, why would you put that fear out there? And everyone so much, and everyone was just like, "What is happening? What is happening? Yes. What is happening?" And then people at home, like wives and stuff, are freaking out. Oh, Husbands are freaking out, and like I'm like people I talked to like. We got to play video games on the plane for five hours. Like we were getting fed good food while we were just sitting there in our seats. Like I don't understand. Yeah, it's like, uh, definitely annoying. It's an annoying thing that you had to be there. It's an annoying thing that you had to go back to the hotel. You're tired. You haven't slept. Like, like it's I'm, oh, dude. I'm not gonna like undermine. I'm not trying air. to undermine how right. shitty that situation oh, no, yeah. is. But at the same time, like it could have been a lot worse. So how long were they back at the hotel for? I think they finally left the next day. At like they left like. During SmackDown, so man, because I, I mean, if that was the case, I literally go back, close every blind, and just nap until it was ready to go. Again. That's basically what I heard people were doing. Either that, or they just went and like got fed real well for a few hours and hung out so they could sleep on the plane because a long plane flight, anyways. Um, but yeah, it was. The, 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 and I understand the internet being scared. It's like for the reasons that you said and stuff. Yeah. But I also wish that some people wouldn't like just jump to conclusions and stuff too. Like, and and also. Social media, sometimes like, you can't tell sarcasm through social media either, or stuff like that. So I don't know. I felt like the panic was a little, was a little, was a little wild. It's, 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 it definitely was like, well, it definitely caused questions. I, don't, I mean, that initial tweet being like, you know, making everyone go, "What's happening?" Live by the sword, die by the sword. The <laughs> it's like, uh, but I don't know. I, I mean, when you look at like Montez Ford, like. Looking up or like trying to dance while Angelo Dawkins in the background, like pissed, looking pissed off. Like that seems like a gimmick with them too. Like well, you know, and, and you know, I also think that yeah, like it's, it's all tongue in cheek in a way. Yeah, probably. like I said, it probably sucked. You know, <sighs> they may even have been the victims of someone of like of, of, right. of them getting messed with. Yeah, absolutely. I just. People on the internet were making it seem like these people were going to get murdered. Like that's mm-hmm. the, the vibe that they were like. The right, internet absolutely. was in a panic over it. Was, it seemed a little yeah, silly. Which is to me. crazy. It's like, hey, let's feature these guys on national on, on worldwide television, and then kill them the next day. Like, oh, <laughs> Vince got into an argument with the prince, and that's why. Well, why did Vince get left? Why did Vince be get allowed? Leave, why, yeah. was, why was he allowed to leave? Well, I don't know. Well, why was Hogan and Brock and Flair allowed? Well, I don't know. Why was Tyson Fury allowed? Well, I don't know. But clearly. The prince had an issue here. It's like, well, there's really nothing to like support that. So I get it. There's things where there was a delay and stuff like that. But I, I don't know. It did, the whole thing seemed a little. I don't know. I, I realize I shouldn't say far fetched because it was. It is. It, it, I understand the the circumstances here. But I was like, man, I wish that someone would go off of like something more concrete. Right. You know, guys, I've only taken f- two, four, four hour flights before in my lifetime, and I can't even imagine like twelve hours. I, my biggest fear is. Pooping on a plane? Have you ever pooped on a plane? Oh, fuck no. I peed every flight on the plane. That was already terrifying. 
Like that was like the, the flushing noise. Was it's very loud. Scary. It's very loud. I had to put like my. I was like, all right, flush. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was awful. I, yeah, I can't even imagine like. Especially if they're like getting fed really well before they hop back on the plane, and I'm like, oh, you're gonna poop, you're gonna poop. I don't think I, I don't know if I've had. I, I, I don't know. That seems that sounds terrifying. Like then you how big down. are the how big are the bathrooms on a private plane? Are they big? They're bigger. They're, they're bigger not than like, like they're a not like flight. actual bathrooms. No, they're they're, they're, they're not just, like an act. Well, like, but are they pretty? Like, are they like they're nice? Like, like you can sit in one. Yeah. Like a trailer not bathroom. like not like a. It's it's still like you could poop in a private plane airplane and not feel as weird still, about it. Like the it's weird because you would think like why don't they make the bowls bigger? Like no, but the bowls are still the same. Mm. It's just like the shit surrounding it is. You have a little more room. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was thinking. More just like I could have my because I don't sitting in one of those seems rough. Like, it still is I, even on the private ones. It still is pretty right. like. Um, is it, <laughs> is it, <laughs> is it a, on a private plane? The toilet hurts. Is it a faux pas to maybe just poop in the bag and then toss it in? What? I think that would cause some plumbing issues. I'm just saying. Wait, I feel like also the, the water, I feel like sitting on a private plane though because there's so few people there that it it is a little more scary. I feel like. No, like, my whole fear is uh, the getting sucked through the fucking hole. That's your fear? Yeah. That's, Kevin, do you know how big you are? You're not going to get Compared sucked to, through the I hole. I know, but like I don't know how pressure works. Maybe suck. <laughs> his guts will come out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank oh you. my god. All right, just be turned inside out from. I don't want to have a prolapse anus, guys. Come on. That's what I'm saying. All right. Well, let's move on to SmackDown. <laughs> uh, that's a soundbite. I don't want to have a prolapse anus, guys. Uh, if we had t-shirts, we kept up our t-shirts. Oh, man. Okay, well, SmackDown happened, and because of this plane thing, uh, it, it was – a lot of stuff went down. It kind of threw the whole show out of whack, and I – you know, I, because I didn't do a Raw or SmackDown recap, and I'm still working on what I'm going to do with those shows or how I'm, – if I'm going to do them. I'm working on it. Um, but um, I want to talk about – I'm going to go through all the rest of these shows, but we're going to only spend a little bit of time on everything. We're not going to do a full recap. I'm just going to talk about some of the highlights of, like, the bigger things that I think that we'll want to talk about maybe and see if it evokes any conversation. So uh, the first thing that happened was Brock Lesnar quitting Raw. Or sorry, quitting Smackdown. SmackDown to go to Raw. Which we expected. Which ex- seemed very expected <laughs> once The Fiend won the, yeah. the Universal Championship. It seemed like it, it, was, it was inevitable. Yeah. Um, do you like The Fiend? Do you guys like The Fiend with the title? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I like that moment, but as you know, like you got to think, okay, because you know, a good baby face, which he's still in that gray area to me, uh, Bray Wyatt, uh-huh. like in terms of he's a good guy or a bad guy, because okay. you, you really don't know. I feel like Funhouse Bray is a, is good, a good guy. guy. Yeah. Fiend is a bad guy. Anyway. That's what you want. They want you to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, uh, it's uh, the good baby face always has to chase the title, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And it's almost like... Whenever the babyface has the title, it's almost like a rest period because it's like, well, he's not chasing nothing. Well, I guess he's defending it, but it's nowhere near as interesting is what I'm saying. And um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with a reigning fiend champion. Yep. I mean, he's he's the the most serious monster that they've ever had in WWE. Oh, like, ever. But right now. Time. In a long time. There we go. Okay. Very long. I mean. going to say Undertaker. Oh, well, yeah, like, true. But, like, I mean, just seeing the onslaught that the fiend goes through and then just – 
that that scene where he like pops back, the shot where he pops back up after he goes through the like electrocuted and all that, which looked cool, it was really awesome. Like yeah. that, that, that's that spot. They also amazing. they they got to get rid of that red light. Red light I ago. hate it so, which is much. weird because he didn't have it when he fought Finn, exactly. and it was cool when he fought Finn when it, it was, was brighter when they darkened everything else and they had the the, the, the spotlight on them. Yeah, like the main event, way cooler because like, it was like you could see that cool mask. Yeah, it makes it so like. Wait, the cool mask and cool outfit he has, I can't see it when he when he uses it. Yeah. I get their mind frame, like maybe it'll look spookier, but like I thought he looked just as spooky. He I think, looks I, spooky I, I, think, I, think I think it looks scarier in just because the other guy doesn't look like that. Yes. Yeah. And it's just like the, the other guy is apparently you, you it's obvious it's that like he does like, not look like the fiend. You yep. didn't like the ring weird when The Undertaker fought. You didn't like the ring weird when Kane fought. You, you didn't, didn't like it when Sin Cara had Dude, that Sin weird Cara blue light, light thing. That's all I could think about Me the too. whole time. I and, I like, go, and I think to myself, who liked the Sin Cara light? Who, Nobody. Who, Nobody. Uh, Except for Booker T going, oh, he's going to caught up in the lights. That's all That's all the, the only person. Yeah. But uh, I, I also, I really enjoyed the thing they did with Fiend on, the, that we did with the, on the Fiend. Backstage. On backstage. It's weird to say it like that. But yeah. the thing that the Fiend did on backstage where he had his first Firefly Funhouse with the title, I thought that was really cool. Um, we'll put a pin on Brock because we're going to talk about him on it's Raw. It's red still, though. We, everybody thought that they were going to turn to blue. Yeah. They, I... Mm, a red belt on a blue brand is weird. It's confusing. Yes. I I honestly think at some point they'll switch the titles back to somehow. I don't know how, but I feel like maybe that that that, they that happens just somehow. Or just here, you can have this one and I'll have this one. There <laughs> you go, buddy. Isn't yeah. that what Cena and, and and Batista did back in the day? No, because no, no, they, they just switched, switched brands. Yeah. And said, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Because uh, he had this. That's when he had the. That's when he brought in. They had the spinner belt. Yeah, they just said, okay, well, that's the new. Yeah, yeah, thing now. you're right. Um, okay, that, so we'll pin a, put a pin in Brock because we're gonna go back mm-hmm. to him on Raw. Um, uh, another big thing that happened though was all these NXT things. I don't, we'll get into yeah. all these. So Shayna attacking Bailey. That looked amazing. So that, that that running knee looked so crisp. And my favorite thing is that Shayna has since said that like, mm-hmm. and all these guys have basically said that they were like. They barely got there as the show was yeah. starting. Like they were. Yeah, I mean, like Sean literally g- walked into the building and then to the shot. Yeah, like, straight shot. Just broop. and Shayna said she like was literally like not walking, like running into the building to make it in in time. So I love that she actually was rushing still. When she probably she came, came in. in those clothes. Pro- pro- that's a bit an issue when she came in, and so then she comes rushing in, you know, and and and, and takes down Bailey. If uh, she had a neck pillow on still. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> like, <she> forgot. <laughs> uh, and she takes out. Sasha Banks. I, I like the continuation of the four horsewomen versus four horsewomen stuff. Um, I also thought the sit down they did with Becky and Shayna that was great. That was good. on Raw was fantastic. I felt like um, just in the past week they did such a good job. Me and Shayna Baszler seemed like God, such a badass. I was in stitches. Uh, Kevin Condron, he does the best Becky Lynch impression ever. Oh my <laughs> god. Ask him to do it next time you okay. see him. God, it's it had me in stitches. Like I like it was it was too good. Like um but I love that they start I like the way they did it how they started the interview with Becky Lynch how it seemed like she was just going to do a regular sit down interview and you kind of hear Shayna from off camera just kind of like hey like what's what's going on here type yeah, thing Yeah that was that was good it made it feel it made it feel more natural for that that moment WWE locker room has just become people just in rooms like hey come uh, I'm in here well I'm also in this room like, it's really, it's really what it's become yeah, no it's like playing hide and seek It really is at least, at least no one was be like I want to have 
a fight. They put him back in the fucking room. I know. <laughs> it's, not, it's on the different show, too. Does this room just go anywhere? It's like this where he just lives until he has to fight. <laughs> um, but, you know, I also loved where Shayna did the whole, like, I'm not Ronda Rousey thing. Oh, like, yeah, I, I, I thought that made her seem pretty badass, too. Yeah, absolutely. Because she's like, she's like, yeah, Ronda Rousey was here, but I'm not her. Which is going to be interesting to me going forward with Shayna. Because while Shayna is being billed as like an, a, a, as almost like a Ronda equal, she doesn't have the accolades. She just, she did well. Mm-hmm. Don't well, get me wrong. Well, it's different. It's very different. Because Shayna Baszler helped kind of usher in the women's MMA. Like there, yeah. there really was no like women's MMA back in the Shayna Baszler's days. Yeah, like, I, I, she helped start things. That, she helped lead the thing that that Ronda Rousey then kind of like took, took over after, yeah. yeah took over afterwards it's going to be interesting but you understand but not what I'm the, saying not she didn't fa- win championships well she like wasn't a- as famous as Ronda yes. Rousey she, she didn't become a household name like Ronda Rousey yes. did but also because of that she's really cut her teeth in oh, pro yeah, wrestling she, she's gotten the chance know? to become well known in pro wrestling she's more, yeah, she's, more respected she's because better, of she's it. a better wrestler than Ronda absolutely so like that that adds a lot to it because then it almost gives her like that respect from Becky and it's like a different type like her was saying she's not Ronda Rousey is makes more impactful because she's like, no, I could go in the ring. She's like, Ronda does a hip toss, yeah, whatever. I could actually ha- have a wrestling match with mm-hmm. you. I, and I like that they're doing the whole like champion versus champion versus champion thing because yeah. it, it does add a fun element. Uh, it makes Survivor Series seem like brand supremacy for real. Are we going to get Seth versus the Fiend again? It's funny, you know. I, I, <laughs> it I really seems they that haven't way. announced the title match, and you go like, just as wrestling fans, you go. There's no way Brock Lesnar and the Fiend. No way Brock Lesnar is going to do a match with Adam Cole. Like, there's just there's no way. Like, no, it, there's no way. And if they do, cool. Like, I'm not saying they shouldn't, but I just look at it and go like, that's going to be a hard sell. I feel like to Brock Lesnar at this point, like because I mean, like he's around the same size as Daniel Bryan, but Daniel Bryan's a little thicker than Adam Cole. But the thing is, like, then adding adding into the, yeah, the he definitely is. Adding into the character of Adam Cole, he could be a little chicken shit and like run around the ring and then try to hide from him and then only get his like little licks in when he gets an opportunity. Brock's got at least two hundred pounds on him. I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he could he could swing like at, a baseball bat. I also just look at like I love at I I I like Adam Cole. I, I, I have nothing against Adam Cole. I think Adam Cole's great. The visual of like Adam Cole versus the Fiend versus Brock Lesnar, so weird. A strange match. It's like very it's a weird. very weird match. Like I don't even know if it would be good necessarily because just like so <clears throat> three conflicting of styles that I almost maybe would be interested in it. But I'm with right. you, Jamie. I actually think that I think Adam Cole loses the NXT Championship before. Survivor Series to someone like a Seth Rollins or um, uh, the thing, I or Daniel Bryan, someone like that that they can put in that match that will that the that the because I'm not saying people like us won't accept it, but you know that there's what that, that a, huge portion a, of the audience that would see that and just be like, well, excuse me, I do one, I do you one question better. Like, what would even just uh, remove Adam Cole from the situation? What does a Bray Wyatt Brock Lesnar uh, match like? Also like, very strange. Also very strange. Well, I wonder well, that, that myself because you go like, well, you got to not going to act scared. You can't have Brock Lesnar be scared because it ruins Brock Lesnar, and you can't have the Fiend be defeated but, but, so but, already. But you know? Brock, always, Brock does sell scared a lot of times, and 
he's just in one of the these. only person I've seen him act scared with is the Undertaker and Kane. He acts scared with Kane the, the other last day. Years. And like so, like the other he, day when he did the, sp- what did the sp- SmackDown when he premiered a few weeks ago. Yeah, I guess. he was scared of. Uh, of yeah, when he Kane's was, music he, and he was all like, he yeah. the whole like scared thing, which was like I, I, the thing is like I think a lot of people don't, and I, not you guys, but like a lot of people don't understand is that Brock sells. So he, damn oh, well, yeah, yeah. He he's incredible at selling. Like, and he 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 knows his mission. He's like, I'm gonna get my licks in, but I'm also gonna sell the shit out and make somebody look good. And like, it's it's it, also a respect thing. I think. I think Brock only works. With, I think Brock only sells with people that he thinks like, he actually is like are right. good, good. And I also don't feel like there's any reason to put Brock versus the Fiend against each other right now because to be honest with you, the Fiend is becoming. Their Brock that will be around all the time Absolutely. if they want him to. You know, like they can be he an can undefeatable be that, monster, an undefeatable monster that is a looming presence over the show that they only use the fiend when it when need be. But like, you know, he's still around for the other stuff. You know, and it's, so I think that I, you don't want to lessen either of those two because they're both two people that you can kind of not having a match every couple of weeks and it's okay. It's kind of interesting like there's elements to the Fiend character right now that like like seem like what they should have done and when they were trying to get Solomon Crow off the ground in NXT like having him like hack into the, the show and just kind of be like elsewhere while he was making things happen and it was just like that just never happened. Like and that's uh I don't I, understand I, the comparison that you're really? making at all. No. What do you mean? Like when he's just kind of like, not like a hacker? Not like a hacker but like he like He's, uh, he has a little. <laughs> the fiend's just, just on uncl- uh, hurt heel. Uh, yeah. heel. I mean, he might. Who knows? Uh, you don't know his, <laughs> his pastimes. But like, uh, like when he when things were all flipped around that one time on 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 Raw, and then like, the, yeah, like I, think, I feel like you're reaching here. That uh, was a production issue. That no. was a production issue. Yeah. It was on purpose. It was on purpose. When they had it upside down. Yeah. yeah. Why? To like make it look like he had taken over the show. That wasn't a, a mistake. That was on purpose. Yeah, and then there was also like different things with like the WWE logo in the, one of the beginning of the show. But like Solomon Crow never did those things. He did it like once. I know. I'm saying that that's what they should have done. Oh, they should have done for Ryan. Him. Man, they it. didn't. They didn't go Ryan all in on Solomon Crow. Well, let's get to things that actually happened I here. Want to rip talk- your lungs in? <laughs> what did you guys think about Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole versus Seth Rollins? Amazing. I. They, they're, they're all good. Ma- they're all good <laughs> matches. I think the Adam Bryan and Adam Cole one it was like a match. Where I was like. I never thought I was going to see this, <laughs> and it, it was incredible. Yeah, I, I, I that he went over clean. It's funny. I googled while it was happening. I went to the cage match or whatever dot com, and to see like <laughs> how many times Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan had wrestled each other. And I was shocked when I learned that this was the first time they had wrestled each mm. other ever. I was like, what? Because I was thinking about like I was like, if that was Adam Cole when Daniel Bryan was around, Adam Cole's that like little scrawny. Kid, oh yeah, like that was like future, doing, shock, like, days. future shock days, and like so like. That I don't think that would ever linked up. Yeah, no, it, it was it, apparently they had been on like three indie shows together, but not fighting, but each not other. against each other. Yeah, and uh, I think some of that match was called on the fly too. <laughs> I say scrawny Adam Cole, like he's not small, <laughs> like like you know what I mean. Yeah, but and I think some of that match with Daniel Bryan was called on the fly a little oh, yeah. bit because of the fact that they got there as the show was going on. Um, I it's it, I, that match was so good. Like I was. That that match had me like going. I was I was pumped on that match, and that just adds to the fact that like Dana Bryan's just that good. Yeah, like he's he could call the match on the fly with somebody else who's gonna and props to Adam Cole for listening for throughout the show the match because of course Dana Bryan's gonna be the one that's taking control. And you love you love seeing his like Triple H. 
and Shawn Michaels <laughs> on the outside of the ring, just like loving, like the, you got Shawn Michaels just like loving dad over there. Oh, he's absolutely! Like watching the two kids he trained doing their thing in the ring because you it forget like that he had, a hand, he had like a little yeah. hand in, in Daniel Bryan's right. career too. Triple A. I got to be honest, I don't like Triple H being the front of NXT for, for this for the Survivor Series <laughs> thing. Why? It he's seems Papa to, Triple H. I get what you're saying. Is it just cause it because because he's so associated with every, every other part right. of the company. Yeah. So it's like it's it, it's like weird. We know that you have you're involved in SmackDown and Smack, and Raw as well. You know, it's like yeah, we know that you're Papa Triple H at NXT. I just don't think he needed it because there's nobody championing for Raw. There's nobody championing for SmackDown. Like, why do they need a champion? Like, why not just make Tommaso Ciampa the guy? You know, fair. That's what I thought. Fair. I guess yeah no that, that definitely makes sense. I also think though, I get why, but he's like you're either with us or you're against us, and I'll see you for the board meeting on Friday. It's like he's <laughs> <laughs> like I'll be in gorilla during Braun Smackdown, but don't fuck with me over there. <laughs> uh, but I am with you. You're part of Raw too. Don't tell him. We're Stop TV it. right it doesn't now doesn't make any sense to me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, I think- also. I, the Chamba versus the Miz match was good, but it was one of those things when it was happening. I was just like, I is this Mad Libs? Is this right? Is this Mad Libs? Like, it was like one like of those uh, uh, one of those bots you see on Twitter that like puts out <laughs> right. just like automated matches that never happen. It's right. like a, I forget what they're called, like WrestleBot or whatever. Yeah, I was just like, is they can't they can't make Miz go over on this, and then at the same time, like they can't make Chamba like sit like. Sell too much to them. It's literally was like a competitive match. They did a really good job. I feel like yeah. considering you had like some uh, like, political me. hurdles there. You <laughs> yeah. know, uh, I also I would have liked to have seen more of Matt Riddle and Keith Lee on SmackDown. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah. The, the thing with Sami Zayn didn't really make sense to me. It was like, wait, you just want to beat him because he's not wearing an NXT shirt? Why would he be wearing an NXT shirt? Um, right now? Did you listen to what? We just said about Triple H. You're either with us or you're uh, against us. Got it. Got it. You got dumb. it. They invaded. Got it, got it. It's just Matt Riddle, like, I, I think Matt, you guys know how big of a fan I am, Matt Riddle. It's just like, I feel like Matt Riddle leading your invasion is like the most chill invasion ever of like, he looks like he's your friend, so you're like, wait, are we, are we hanging? Are, are you we, about to beat me up? Are we, not, are we friends? not friends? Are we not friends? <laughs> um, I also thought the Rhea, I, Ripley, I, and Tegan Knox thing, the only thing that I, this dips into the thing I was talking to you about, where like I don't like when like invasions like this happen, and like it's people that weren't necessarily partnering with each yes. other are like now like we're buddies because we have a mission. Yeah. Like, Agreed. I don't like that. Me neither. Like, like that could have been for Survivor Series. Yeah. Like that could have been Dakota and Tegan, and it would have made way more sense because like, like when Rhea Bra- injured Tegan Knox. Like that, like rewind yeah. a few Survivor Series ago when Bray Wyatt was like part of Shane's team, and you're like, why would he? Yes. Like why would he team with anybody? Yes. Other than his family members. Yes. Those, those things bother me. I mean, he had a SmackDown t-shirt on and his hat still. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we were on the same page on that yeah, one. Those are things I don't enjoy, but like I think that the majority of the rest of the invasion was well done. Okay, so then we had uh, Monday Night Raw. We, the takeover continued on Raw. Uh, Brock continues going on his rampage, and then he gets the crap kicked out of him. That was great. Uh, that adds to the selling. I loved it. Bra- Brock, like, just like... Whimpering. I'm hyped for Brock and Ray because I am dying Dude, to right? see what they're going to do. We've been talking about this match for a long time. Do you I feel. do you think that they're gonna that they introduce the pipe because it's gonna become a hardcore match and and they're gonna try and level the playing field that way to make it look like Mercedes had a chance? Or do you think they don't do that 
and they just let them do like some wild Mysterio. I don't Brock know because shit. yes, they've wrestled before, but yeah. that was a different Brock and it's oh, a different absolutely. era, like a different both yeah. way different Brock. Like this, this is like MMA Brock. Yeah, yeah. this is you know this, this is all like City Brock. This is I have like three the moves, but they're going to be effective as fuck to you. I'm going like, to knee you. I mean, I'm going to elbow you in the forehead repeatedly. Until gush you, blood. Yeah. Sorry, Randy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's not going to be doing like selling of like a Hurricane Rana and stuff like that. I Brock, I don't know. I, I have a hard time believing that, which makes me think that that's why they introduced the steel pipe to to Maybe. level the playing field. And I mean, they, he has to do, like he has to do something early. To Brock, to weaken know. him. I think I think we're definitely going to see Brock take a poison runner from the top rope. <laughs> I say they do a Dominic on a pole match, or like a Dominic on a forklift match, like Judy Bagwell or whatever. And no, like, if, Ray, if Ray wins, then he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> if Brock wins, he, wins he gets like custody? five minutes alone with Dominic. He gets to beat to him up a third him. time. Yeah, no, it's just also gets... another custody battle for for then Brock Dominic is his again. Dad. <laughs> this is a long sheet it's explaining like. Who has custody of Dominic at this point? I, I think it's not Ray right now. <laughs> I, I also like whoever in WWE is scripting the whitest wrestlers to say amigo lately. Because Brock said it too while backstage. Like when he was, he was like, "Where is he? Where's that amigo?" Or he said something like that while he was backstage, and I was like, "Oh man!" <laughs> Sounds just like AJ when AJ said amigo. It cracked me up. <laughs> Um, amigo, amigo. Uh, and okay, so then also we had Seth Rollins coming out on Raw, and he said he talked about how. Because uh, clearly there's been this, like, uh, negative vibe towards Rollins. Y'all were pretty lately. happy when I lost, pretty much is what he said. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. He's like, well, I don't care what you think. And, it's like, and, and then he doesn't have the energy to take the title back from Brock now, now that Brock's back at the top, the top of the mountain. Uh, before we get to the Triple H side of Which, this, when I heard that, I was like, no, we don't need to do this again. <laughs> I thought the same thing when he said, when he like, said that. I was like, I'm going to do it. No. <laughs> don't need you to get the, Keep that energy. Keep, keep, that, it, keep that energy. No, <laughs> I don't need to see Brock and Seth again for the love of God. Like, it's just like stop. It's, they need to do something with Seth that's not related to the titles right now. Like They just need to do something with him. I, I, we don't need him in the title picture. And because he's just been in I'm it sorry, so long. It hasn't worked. It just hasn't worked. I mean, I, I to me personally, I feel like it's because he's a face. I, and I know that it's like the answer can't always be turn them heel. Right, right. But like he was so, good. He was so like, much yeah. better when he was part of the Because authority. he's a yeah. natural heel because his voice sounds like that. His laugh sounds like that. These are things that are just like, hey, sorry, your voice and laugh, they're really annoying. And I don't want to like you because of it. I get that all the time. I know. I don't like you. <laughs> it's also just... Seth's not just a personal person. He's just not. Like, this. I mean, he's – and, you know, for a face to work, you need to be. And it almost like feels like he's been an undercover agent that's always been a hill. It's, he's, it's also – it's hard to pretend like you care what people think when you don't. Yeah. Like, you know, like it's just hard, you know. Like you're good at ignoring things that are upset about you on the internet because you truly like don't give a shit what people say about you, you know. Like – and I think that it's the same thing like him. Like he doesn't care. So like – it's tough for him to Which, act like he does care as like the guy who cares about all of you. It's you crazy, know? like to, in, re- in retrospect, like thinking about like all the shit that got piled on Roman Reigns and like that dude handled it graciously for yeah, the most but, part. Like, but it's interesting because now you're seeing that people are starting to turn on Seth, and it's 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 it, it makes you think. Like, is it is it the, is it Roman's fault? Is it Seth's fault? Or is it just the people in the back like not knowing how to make these guys completely like? Like the 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 guy, or because dude, I'm sorry. Like, or there's another option that the fans are just fickle. 
That like once, very much true. That they'll turn on you as soon as they get bored of you. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> that's, sure, absolutely, I mean, absolutely. The, that's what happens. At, just even when they're at PWAG, like as soon as a guy becomes champion, they've been rooting on, rooting for for like a year straight, and you're like, yes, he's going to get the championship, wins it, and then everyone's like, mm, I'm good. That's kind of like when I'm, Chuck won. Everyone was absolutely. like, Chuck's got to win, and then yeah. when Chuck won, everyone was like, mm, I don't really care about this title. Yeah. Right? I was like, well, you all wanted him to be the champion. Yeah. It's really interesting to me about. Um, uh, like especially, uh, um, are we still? Are, are, we're on SmackDown still. Okay, no, uh, we're on Raw now. Oh, we're on Raw now. Um, I get, well, let, uh, I'm going to talk about Roman Raw, Reigns. Raw. I'm going to talk about Roman. Like it's just his position right now is so weird to me. Did they even use him last? That's week? what I'm th- I don't think so. <laughs> no, he was on the plane. Well, uh, I, but um, it, even if he's not on the plane, I'm not talking about this most recent episode. I th- I just think his place right now in the company is. It weird. It kind of goes back. Well, it feels like, like he doesn't want to be the top guy. Exactly. Right now. Like yeah. I, I feel like when he came back, he was like, "Let's keep me low. I don't want to like overdo uh, it overdo and it because, be like because it's like the more he has to be on the road, the more his body gets worn down. So I think he's trying to take it a little easy. Also, being like he probably might even think like the fans don't want this, so let's kind of like give me a break and maybe later on we can naturally put me in that position. I think so too. Um, I, I also I I loved when Triple H did come out. And did the whole like you know Godfather thing? To the, yeah, where it was like, yeah, where it was like, we always cross at this path, you know, like when you don't know what's next, you know, I'm all you always, me. you always come to Papa H, you know. Like I, I almost felt like he was gonna give like a kiss on the cheek or something, just like <laughs> just add to that little element. I loved Xavier Woods tweeting during the show too when he said like. Oh my god, I just realized that we've all been programmed when Triple H says the secret code word to like That one's funny. To, to, to go into action like, like and then Russian hashtag, secret agents. Yeah, or like uh, order 66 or whatever like from a uh, Well, those are called well those are well, I know what you're talking about from from uh, Revenge of the Sith, yes. but like but there are there is that whole conspiracy yeah. that Russia has implanted right, like right. people in America that you say like uh, Nightingale or some shit, and then like they turn into like secret agents and oh, no karate. These Russians may not go to a Save the Day show. <laughs> <laughs> They'll hear that song Nightingale. They're like, hey, hey, you guys know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. That's, that's that was like, that was a deep cut yeah. too. Uh, oh, Nightingale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I also love that he used the you're either with us or against us line since that was like the Nexus logo who came from NXT. The you're either Nexus I wish or they against it us. Back. You're either Nexus or against I us. I wanted them to have the NXT armbands. I did not. <laughs> I wanted Why it. Not? I was oh, like, do no. it. Hell yeah. Let them, and let them tear up the ring like the Nexus did back in the day. Because that's all they really were was just a bunch of NXT guys. Yeah, oh, yeah man. for sure. Yeah. They look. They done it like while Daniel Bryan the only was one in that the got, ring or and, something. And when it was oh. all said and done, the only one that got called up immediately was Wade. Yeah, the rest of them got went back to developmental. He's the only one. As, as, if I can revise. Did Justin Gabe, didn't Justin Gabriel? Well, I don't Justin count. Gabriel. I don't count uh, Daniel Bryan because he, <laughs> he got fired. He got fired. fired. Then came back as then not part back. of the Nexus. No, they all got called up as part of the Nexus. What do you mean? The, wait, um, they, they like main roster. Like right yeah, as soon they, as NXT oh, no, right. yeah, no, NXT then, ended. Oh, as soon as better. NXT disbanded. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, 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 oh. no, not NXT, not not get called up. No, no, no. I'm saying as soon as like that, John Cena defeated the Nexus oh, at SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, like Curtis, yeah, I mean Curtis. I'm trying to remember. I feel like Justin they all Gabriel, went. They all went back. I feel like Justin Gabriel was around because he. I have to look it up. You're yeah. better with history than me, so I could be wrong. I remember. Did all of them go back? I I know Ryback did. Darren Young joined the Straight Edge Society for a second. Who did? Didn't Darren Young join the Straight Edge Society for a second? The Straight Edge Society? I don't remember that. He did. Darren Young? Darren Young. Black guy? Yeah. Who's gay? Yeah. Yeah. 
Darren Young. Yeah, I don't recall that. What do you mean? He shaved his head as part of the Straight Edge Society. Am I am I crazy? I know it was Luke Gallows, the girl, and he CM shaved Punk. his head. Isn't that how he got rid of that giant? I don't know. I yeah, I'm not wrong. Yeah, the Straight Edge Society is NXT rookie Darren Young. Uh, they, head, may, they may have shaved his head, but I don't think he joined yeah. the, the Straight Edge Society. That's how you joined the Straight Edge Society. No, he when didn't. You he wasn't like part that. of the stable. Like he didn't go as, with as, them. As he a, just converted. Yes, he did. A, Where, a, show me like briefly. him walking into the ring with them. As a Straight Edge, I've never shaved anybody's head. I feel like I'm not wrong here. I, I think <laughs> I remember him shaving his head, like I said, never like, I'm going to change my ways. But like I don't remember him rolling with the Straight Edge Society. It says, a few weeks later, Young became fascinated with the Straight Edge Society and decided to join them, only to quickly change his mind after finding out he had to shave his head. Ah, okay. So it was brief. Okay, fine. Fine. He didn't even join. He was fascinated. Fine. Fine. He's like, you guys don't do drugs? It's like butt stuff. You're like, oh, that looks interesting, but I don't know if I want to do it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) What's next on the duck? Yeah. uh, And then lastly, we had, uh, so then Adam Cole, or sorry, Rollins agrees to the NXT title match. Well, first of all, the NXT wrestlers come out. They brawl. There's the brawl. And then... uh, The Keith Lee ending the show. Which is incredible. No, that was before the end of the show. First, there's like the brawl. but There was like the face-off where like Zack Ryder and all those guys came out, right? Right? Isn't that what happened first? But the Keith Lee flip is... That was the end of the show. show. By the way, I love that like the, the... and here comes the Raw roster are just the people that used to chase our truth with the 24-7 title. <laughs> they just thought the 24-7 just, title was yeah, being defended just out like, there. Go run over there as opposed to over there. <laughs> There's like a gate. Like, they it's open up there. It's start literally running Zack out. Ryder, Eric Young, Curtis Axel, Heath Slater. Just ring. Hey, at least Zack <laughs> Ryder was on a show in Long Island. That's all that matters. <laughs> um, and Still I, here, you know, goddammit. And Adam Cole versus Seth Rollins was a fun match. I thought it was a good match. I felt like... Um, I don't think it was as good as the Daniel Bryan mm. match. No, I don't no. think. Uh, I think the non-finish also kind of factored into that as well. Mm. I don't think people were as into that finish. Um, but but all in all, I, I, I liked both shows. Absolutely. I felt like. Um, okay, let's move into AEW Dynamite here. Let's talk about the most pertinent thing, um, and that's the the Cody when, Rhodes promo. Oh, I thought it was me, Chris Jericho kissing uh, Sammy Guevara on the forehead, <laughs> which is <laughs> great. great. Uh, no, it was the Cody Rhodes promo. We had Cody come out. He mentioned these. He first he mentions Eddie Graham and Bill Watts and Dusty Rhodes and. Talks about how they were titans in the business, um, and then but also know, in the but office. also management, and then um, he talked about how like they've helped the boys and and all this kind of stuff, and then he he, he sets up the the stipulation that if he loses, uh, if he doesn't beat Chris Jericho for the title at Full Gear, he'll never challenge for the AEW title again. Um, Obviously, people loved this promo. People were yeah. people yeah. Been people were amped up about it because you know what? It. I'm not here to say it had real emotion in it because I'm not Cody Rhodes and I didn't ask him. But uh, it like towards the end, it, his voice started to crack. A yeah, little. he got a little emotional feeling. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's why it really came through is because he really see like. I, I'm sorry when he said "you stupid dick." That, I, was I, great. that made me laugh so hard. It's, I don't know why because it's, it's just you never hear it. No, totally, it was oh, great. Yeah. It's Bill Pullman's speech in Independence Day. It's just going to get you hyped for battle. Well, he's he's, like, he's perfected it. He and that's really great. Has. Like, it's I like, mean, that is his strength. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's great in the ring. Great too, in the ring, but, but yeah. But he's. I mean, I remember way back when when he did the Hall of Fame speech for Dusty, and he was and he way crushed, young. That's what got him noticed. And I remember thinking then, going like, that guy's 
that guy's good at like rallying. WWE's features. talked yeah. about it. They said like that's when we noticed like oh Cody could be something. Yeah, and and that's always been his strength. So it does not shock me to see the fact that he's able to do one of these. And honestly, I felt like as much as people were hyped for that title match already, I felt like with the stipulation of like the three judges being added. Um, it almost kind of like people were going like, well, now we know who's going to win. And they kind of like telegraphs that like it's going to go to a draw at the end. They kind of like – I almost feel like the judging, the judge announcement kind of like made the match less exciting. And I don't think anyone thought that Jericho was going to lose the title already. Right. So I think this does in a way add a little bit of hype. I should say a little bit. It adds hype to the match. It right. makes people think, well, maybe he will win. I kind of like – I kind of hope that they do a swerve on the judge thing. And have it just finished, like maybe like a couple minutes before going to time limit draw. I think they will. I don't think they're actually going to have the judges yeah, do anything. I'm, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that it just doesn't go to. I think Hangman turns. I think they've been making you think that MJF is going to turn, Ooh. and that Hangman turns here, and he's the one who causes Cody to lose because Ooh. he couldn't beat Jericho, and he's still pissed. And they've done all those teases <laughs> and on he's just being out there the elite doing cowboy shit. Yeah, and he's out and he's mad on the on being the elite about how like he clearly is frustrated. Um, I, I feel like that's where they're going to go. And then MJF and Hangman will feud first or something, or next or something like that. All right. That's my guess. I don't know. I like your guess. I just didn't like, um, uh, what was I going to say? I didn't like the, the, the Ellis Island thing. We are Ellis Island. I was like, we well, are freedom for it's wrestlers. Little, it's a little much, you know, but, but, but people uh, love it. People, people love it. I mean, The Rock loved it. I mean, I yeah, thought it was great. I'm not going to critique so a promo that, means, that The Rock said was awesome. You know what that means? It means you're wrong. Yes. Because you know that's well, just, no one's opinions. Are my, it's my personal taste. No, it, but I'm saying that if, the promo was awesome, and that people my, loved my it. personal taste is that you're wrong. Yeah, the rock. So. The rock said this, and you said the opposite. No, so. I didn't say it was a bad <laughs> promo. I, didn't, I I actually it was a great promo. Just that one part. Uh, I, but I, I, like I was saying earlier in our in our group text is that like that speech. No matter it's like. I went, remember seeing Anti Flag at the Glass House like in 2007, and like they were just doing this like crazy like anarchy anarchist speech, and I was like, I kind of agree with some things, not all of it, but I agree with it all right now. And I love Let's your passion. Burn something down right now. <laughs> um, I also wrote well, we, before we run out of time. Is it going like five minutes over? Is that yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I loved uh, Jerry because we we all talked about how much we loved the Cody thing for a few weeks ago. Well, we liked it a lot. Um, but I, the vignette. But I love that Jericho mocked the Cody vignette. It was for a few so well done. Ago. It was perfectly done. Obviously, because it was made by the exact same team, right, so they could just make it the same way. But I like they flipped it on its head of like this serious thing, then became so silly because Jericho was mocking Jake it. Jake Hager. Uh, uh, oh, Jack Hager. Uh, yeah, Jack so Hager. Was, yeah. Was it Jack? Is it Jake? Is it Jake or Jake? You made me second guess myself. You were. I thought you were wrong. <laughs> um, but he was great. The big hurt. <laughs> Great, great of those moments. Um, <laughs> when he's just staring yeah, at the camera in silence. I like when it's just like a far cut and then right into his face. Like, super great. Sammy Guevara, like, uh, the one time, this is like maybe one of the first times where I'm like, I enjoy you. I enjoy you, Sammy Guevara, because you're very funny. It was, he's been, I, I tweeted this today when I was rewatching part of it. I honestly, Sammy Guevara. MJF, you 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 knew was just going to take advantage of the opportunity, yeah. and and people were going to love him. That he was going to be a highlight of the show. By the way, I'm going to do a hot take right quick. Wait, can I finish my thought right there? Fast? Sure. <laughs> is that is that Sammy? But Sammy Guevara has really been someone who could have just 
you know, faded into the back, but he has really taken advantage of the opportunities given to him and stepped up his game in such a huge way. Mm -hmm. And and you see him. He's almost become the capo of of the uh, inner circle. Yep. And he he also, like, you can see him making changes every week. That are helpful and make and making him look like more of a star. Because he's he is, I feel like he's gonna be the one that benefits the most out of this group. Absolutely, no question, Absolutely. no question. Yeah, I I, I completely agree with and you. And back to my hot take, I think everybody was saying like, and I mean, um, Cody Rhodes is the the biggest baby face in AEW right now, which you could argue. Absolutely, I think MJF is right there. I think he's a baby face. Which is crazy. Which is the thing it's that so I was complaining about. I hate it. You know why? It's because it's not because they haven't turned him. It's because he's so goddamn funny. But he's like, so good at what he does. And it's funny because people love it when he does the – he's doing the heel shit. He's doing it. But, like, but people love it. He's still being a piece of shit. But it's like – He hasn't changed. And the thing is I don't like him being like so nice about Cody while still being like – a piece of shit. Like I'm like I'm so conflicted of what you are. I think that I I don't know. Call me crazy. I think it, I like it. I like it. I like it. Like because when it finally does happen, I think we'll see an even cr- meaner MJF at the All end right. of this. I like that. I, I, Personally, I mean, I, you only got you got to change. He can't be the same guy over just like flipping people off. I just doing that yeah, stuff but he's ju- he's only been on TV four fucking weeks. Okay, I'm not saying they're going to turn. They're not going to turn him tomorrow. I know that, but that's a problem. Is like they never established the MJF that we love, so now everyone is cheering for him because they think he's a good guy. And I get it; it's a strength in when he turns on Cody. But I'm just like, why do you give up one of your best heels on the show? Like, why? Why it, do you sacrifice that? Maybe, for this? maybe because they're going to bring in a heel stable, and it was going to be a lot of. There's those, already a heel stable I know, I'm there. I'm saying bringing in a heel stable with with uh, Jericho's, and like, uh, but so like. like it's, it's saying like they knew they had that planned out, so they didn't want to have too many heels on the show that are like just straight out awful heels. Like I don't know, maybe that's it. But I do enjoy when Ryan texts me. Why are they doing this to MJF? I, it may just me. I don't know. I, I clearly I'm on an island. Because he hasn't changed. Hands. No, I'm with you. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. I'll be on. Well, I shouldn't say that. I will say I did. I, I don't want to complain about it too much. I don't know. I, I, some people <laughs> like it. I just thought it was like you know they had a, that that had that segment on AEW Dark where they're and you want to say fine he's still a dick right so whatever but then they do put him on AEW Dark and he's doing this like sappy thing which was great that they had it. I don't. I'm not. Ba- I'm not mad about it. But they had this like sappy thing about how he stood up to teammates because they were making fun of him for being. It's definitely Jewish. not something that'll make you want to. And, boo and I go like that doesn't make me want to boo that guy. Even when he turns, I'm like what like that. Why are you building actual sympathy for this guy? It's one thing to be like. We all know that guy's a piece of shit. He's going to turn. But I don't think the people who weren't watching MJF before five weeks ago know that. And and, and I don't know. I just I don't think those who are waiting for it. And maybe I'm wrong. But I feel like I am more in tune with like the mainstream audience than I am with like the diehard wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand why some of these people aren't getting more character building. Like I feel like it's important. <sighs> and I mean, not in a way that makes them sympathetic. Yeah. I, I know that. I mean that's – to do that with his character is very interesting. Like, I mean, if they paid off whatever more tool. I'm trying not to complain about it too much, but I, I just I feel like he could have been one of their top. Exactly already. because we like we like MJF being a piece of shit. Yes, it's so fun to hate him. The times he's been in the PWG, oh my god! Like you just wanted no to, one. He's he's almost but, he's one of the people that's almost unmatched in terms a, of getting heat from the crowd right now. Give me a box of tomatoes because I want to throw it at him. He's just a 
awful person. Um, and, and I love I loved Virgil being Soul Train Jones Dude, now. That was so great. Great. That was funny. I loved it. I, his, I, I don't know what I don't know about goats. I'm not. A, I'm not a farmer, but uh, he, Chris Jericho is one of the greatest of all time. <laughs> what did he say? He thought AEW stood for. He said. He said all Alfredo. Uh, what was it? I was dying. I tweeted it today. It was like Alfredo something. Uh, Alfredo Andre didn't he say like, like he, didn't he say like Jericho is like the breadsticks at Olive Garden limitless yeah. <laughs> oh his his like his like how his abilities are like breadsticks from Olive Garden limitless Alfredo <laughs> enchilada wrestling is what he for <laughs> that the fact that they didn't make that as a shirt already is crazy it's probably gonna he happen. posted on Instagram he said the hottest free agent has dipped his breadsticks into the all elite era it was an easy decision since I wasn't going to give my equity back from the WWE WF days uh I got headhunted years ago by one of my students who I mentored to this very day, Shad and Tony, Tony Khan. From there, I have given my life's work to help big media conglomerates to enhance their brand. TNT has been in my pocket since Teddy Turner. and since I crushed, Teddy oh, Turner. No, he said, TNT has been in my pocket since Teddy Turner and I crushed WCW. <laughs> so when they presented me to AEW, the first thing I thought? Alfredo Enchilada Wrestling. Mind blown. Finally, someone that can mix cuisine into the squared circle. So when Tony awkward offered me equity for my brand, I knew the deal was going to be right. Tony offered me a VP position to get a piece of my ass, and I said, Veal Parm? Sure. <laughs> sure. But load me up with that unlimited pasta pass. He said, yes, Lord, visas, anything for that meat sauce god. When, ch- <laughs> when the champion called me and said, we need your meat in our inner circle, I said, it's simple to my WCW Southpaw. Show me le fuck money. Deal done. Le fuck money. <laughs> oh we, si- we signed a contract at my home turf, Olive Garden, and the rest was Wednesday night history. The catering has been up. The story has been cemented, and the breadsticks are now forever unlimited. Well, by the way, I'm my- so sad Eli wasn't here for this conversation. By the way, I'm so it made me laugh so hard when I was on Twitter. I was and, and somebody tweeted. I feel like everybody backstage was like, "Okay, who has who has Virgil's uh, phone number?" And Joey Janela said, "I do." And then he retweeted, "That's exactly how it happened." <laughs> I knew that's how it happened. I was thinking the same thing when I saw it. Um, also, I thought the post match brawl did a really good job. Like, it's not like it was anything like reinventing the wheel or anything like that. No, but but it was did a great job, of, like intersecting all the different things. It felt like old, it felt like old Raw from back. It in the did day. feel like an old Raw or WCW back in the day. One hundred percent. Left you hanging. I thought they did a great job of that. I also felt like the countdown special was really good, too. If you didn't watch it, it's worth going out of, way, out of your way to watch. I, I, I like that a lot. The full gear countdown special? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also, okay, so we switch to NXT before we get, oh, fuck, we don't run out, we can't do the stories, but whatever. Um, NXT, uh, I love that it's, we'll get five minutes, and then we'll, I'll, I promise I'll let you out of here. Um, the OC attacked Undisputed Era uh, at the start of the show. Um, then they do a promo. And they get uh, interrupted by Ciampa, Matt Riddle, and and Keith Lee. I liked all that. I thought it also, in the way that we just talked about the post-match brawl, making it feel like this chaotic ending, I thought it did the exact same thing on NXT at the beginning of the show. It made you feel like a lot was happening right at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like, oh shit, Undisputed Era already got attacked. OC is here for some reason, but then the NXT boys got to stand up for, for our company. I liked that. Um, Pete Dunn versus Damian Priest was good. I thought it was kind of very similar to their last match. Yeah, it, it was. Um, even they did even the same finish, yeah. but in reverse. Yeah. Um, the Killian Dane set was fine for what for what it was. Um, I'm assuming they're gonna do the rubber match and then a three way, which uh, that, that's fine. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. Um, Shayna versus Dakota Kai, I thought was so good. Like, yeah, I, they they tore the house they down, and it really it. and it really seemed and I really liked. 
that they made Shane. I mean, uh, Dakota Kai. Um, even though, like, you never really thought, like, oh, there's going to be an even match. She, you, you thought she had some moments. Yeah, you definitely did. And and I think a lot of that is owed to Shayna. Yep, Shayna really made her look good in that match. I also feel like Dakota did a good job of like changing her demeanor a little bit because we saw when she kind of got dominated by Shayna already and now it's almost been like where she was like no I totally forgot I'm, about that whole thing about yeah. how she was scared of yeah Shana she's been share, scared totally of Shayna it was, so I feel it, like it shows was an, how long she's been gone yeah and I think it was a nice progression of seeing like now she's got her com- a little more confidence mm-hmm. um, but still like you know she's got the will but still wasn't able to like get her way right. um, and I gotta say that post that thing where you know, there's the whole post match thing. Mia Yim came out. Io, Candice, everyone. Ooh, Mia Yim was swinging that kendo stick. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> <She was. laughs> um, but I, I gotta say that part where where Rhea Ripley tells Dakota Kai that she wasn't good enough to be on the team and that she was picking Mia Yim was one of the most depressing things they've had on NXT TV in so long. Like, it really Dakota, made you feel for her. Yeah, like, I, they, like, like Dakota, aw. I actually said aw out loud. Like, yeah. aw. Like, because she was in the whole, like, she accepted it. Like, yeah, no, no. I, well, I, I, cool. I get it. I get I'm it, cool. you know. I'll, and, I'll, I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll just be over here getting uh, it over here in the other. Yeah, yeah okay. There's, there's, there's some chicken breasts and catering right now. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I thought, they did, <laughs> I thought they did a really good job of selling that. And I'm really <laughs> Where they're going to go with that? Do you guys think they're going to make Dakota the fourth member of Shayna's team now? Because it's interesting the fact they didn't have any of the horsewomen as their team. I thought none, that was weird. None of them. Which was weird because you would think they would have done the horsewomen versus you know just like yeah. they've done undisputed era. It seemed, those it seemed like the easiest way to go about things. But. <laughs> you think? But now there's like this looming fourth person. I feel like she's the only one that would seemingly fit in that spot. That she goes, wait. Well, so who would you have had if it was the horsewomen for the fourth person? So I probably would have said means. it was because it's not Ronda. Clearly, <clears throat> what if it is Ronda? <laughs> it's no way Ronda would go work NXT. You're out of your crazy mind. Would um, I would say someone else in NXT that maybe like hasn't had a lot of TV exposure or uh, that they can kind of like make their little lackey or who's just the girl that... or Bianca like they yeah. like they did throw in there, right? Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, but I I. I I, I like the idea of Dakota kind of like turning on her crew and 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 joining that joining that team. It'd be interesting for sure. Um, I also thought Dijakovic and Swerve, uh, Dijakovic versus Swerve and Tony Nese versus Angel Garza were both good mm-hmm. matches, fun matches. Um, I don't know if there's much to like dissect. They were both like good matches that were worthy of watching. Um, and then there was the main event: the OC versus Champa, Riddle, and Lee. Uh, what'd you guys think of that match? I have not watched it yet. Oh, you've watched it yet? Mm. You bitch. You I watched it. it. Yeah, I liked it. It was fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I, it was cool seeing the OC in NXT. I, like I said, like the the. I mean, it was cool, like like seeing like them go. I mean, yeah, seeing somebody like AJ Styles and like Luke Gall- Luke, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson like on who's never been to NXT as far as I know. No, and, they haven't. And. Um, and now that and see, it's, it's they crazy. all bypassed it. Yeah, it's all it's crazy seeing somebody like because you almost like see them in a different camera view. You totally because you do. But um, but it was cool. Then the bell rang, and I don't mean that like oh then the bell rang, but like 
And it was it was fine. It was fine. Like, everybody did their fun stuff. You know, like everybody got their spots in. And I really enjoyed seeing Matt Riddle and AJ Styles go at it because I was like, man, that's a dream match. That's right a match that, that nobody would have ever thought about. Yeah, yeah, like I hadn't even thought about how badly I'd want to see that match until they started wrestling. And then I was like, oh, I need that. That's yeah, a thing I need. More. more of that. There was also that scary moment when <laughs> Matt Riddle did that like twisting backflip thing over the, the, the tope thing over the top rope and kind of clipped his butt on the top rope and almost freaking broke his neck. That was sketchy for a second. Um, but the picture looked cool after the fact, <laughs> where like he's flipping over the top rope. It looked kind of cool. Um, and then after the match, we had the Balor attack, uh, Riddle, Cole then interferes. We get the no contest ending. Um, but we get that cool moment where Finn's doing the finger pointing at AJ, who's doing the too sweet in the ring. Um, it's, I, I mean, we got, we're getting, I feel like we're getting the OC with Finn Balor versus Undisputed Era at some point in the very near future. That, clear, that seems what they're building up uh, they towards have here. To. <laughs> they don't do it. You, don't, you think they do it? Nah. You don't think they do it at Survivor Series, do that's, they? See, that's my only thing is like, yes, I do. But then I think to myself, well, you can't bring Finn back to the main roster that quickly. For a, even though it's part of the main roster, I guess. So I guess not. It's not that big of a deal because it's yeah, all and, brand. And he's representing somebody else. True. And then, but I also think that like. They're doing a War Games match the night before with those guys. Mm-hmm. They're going to have them do a War Games match and then do the OC versus Undisputed Era the next, ni- or, yeah, yeah, the next night. Yeah, it's a tag match. They can, they can rest for a it's tag match both nights? I don't know. It's a different tag, tag match. The tag match in War, War Games is very different, it's not right? Very different. Yes, yeah, it, it is. is. You're in the ring the entire time. I'm just saying you're going to get the shit kicked out of you in a War Games match. The believability <clears> factor of then going to do a uh, the the four on four match. It's I feel like. They were like they were. They're gonna do crazy things in the war games the night before. Like Adam Cole, the last Maybe. time he had that cage match, he like went off the top of the cage through a table or whatever. So I was just thinking on the, um, along those lines. Um, okay, you got a nice sailing drip. We're out of time here, um, but uh, there, I, I, there's not a ton to discuss about these stories. But I want to say this real fast. Um, we put up a story this week also about Scarlett Bordeaux signing with WWE and NXT. Super stoked about yeah. that. I think that's a great signing. Um, I think that she's someone who will probably bypass – not bypass, that she will not be long in NXT, I yeah, would Yeah, she's definitely going. Yeah, th- th- there's no chance that she's there for a long time, in my opinion. Um, I also like that Tyson Fury is already setting up his next fight or next match in WWE, saying he wants to wrestle Brock next and possibly at WrestleMania um, after his first match. Would you guys want to see that? Yeah, I think he did a good job. Why I liked him Absolutely. too. Like it wasn't like obviously it wasn't like a, some six star match, but it was an entertaining spectacle. And it was I'd be a cool lot with that. more than we were expecting. Hundred um, percent. And lastly, Jericho returned to New Japan. He's going to wrestle Wrestle Kingdom against uh, Hiro- uh, against uh, Tanahashi, which I am, am very look, much looking forward to. Also very much looking forward to that. Uh, I was also very excited with the fact that Hiromu oh my God. returned. Tanahashi. Yeah, wow, was so God, cool. He's been gone for a long time, and I missed that guy. You know, I was I, he grew on me, and and he was. I mean, I, I was scared he was never going to come back after yeah. breaking his neck. So um, cool to see that guy back. You see that new shirt, the the fr- friends shirt, instead of like like no. how they made like the Moxley and and his his guy, um, but he, it's it's Hiromu and uh, Daryl and Daryl. Nice. <laughs> that looks so good. Uh, Jamie, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at j a m i e underscore i o v i n e or on Instagram j a m i e i o v i n e. Check out Network and T W R K for our daily raffles and drops of dope stuff that you can't find anywhere else at the time. 
And um, well, because it comes out later. <laughs> oh, I know. That's why I like the little asterisk there. <laughs> yeah. And um, also just check me and my upper class out every weekend for her championship wrestling from Hollywood. Yeah, that match that we referenced will have for a few more weeks, right? Not, not, I don't think this weekend, but the following weekend. Because it was the third episode. Oh, usually, so maybe, long, so maybe right? three was weeks it, from was now. It was, third episode? it was, yeah. So maybe three weeks from now. Yeah, so probably like three weeks from now. And you can find that on Fight. Uh, Fight said, or, or Houston, what K-Doc, all that crap. <laughs> uh, Ken, where can people find you at? You guys can find me at Kevin Gets Rad Cross Platform. <laughs> ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's the website where you can find all the top stories in the world of professional wrestling, professional wrestling throughout the week at Wrestling Sheet on social media. YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can find the video of this show. That's where you can find any interviews I do. That's where you can find other content as well. Please subscribe while you're there. Like the videos. Comment. I appreciate it very much. But if you just want to listen while you're driving or doing whatever, uh, whatever you want to listen, whenever you're listening to audio things, uh, check out our podcast feed. It's Wrestling Sheet Radio. Just search it on all the major podcast platforms. You can find it there. Subscribe as well. Also, check me out every week on WWE Backstage on Tuesday nights on Fox Sports 1. It's on at 8 o'clock e- Excuse me, 8 o'clock Pacific time, 11 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, It's with host Renee Young. Uh, Booker T's on there as well. Uh, Make sure you guys check it out. Lots of fun stuff. Adam Cole is going to be the host, excuse me, is going to be the guest next week. My first time having a, my first time having an advertised backstage show and I'm, Screwing it up, but you know, fine. But uh, Adam Cole is going to be the guest next week. There's going to be lots of fun stuff in store. I'll be there as well with another news report. So go make sure you guys check it out. All right, that's it. We're done. Officially tapping out for now. Until next time, stay out of the dirt and keep your eyes. Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. Get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa Automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa Automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 83120. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.